0: Everybody and welcome to the Illuminati Podcast, episode six. As freaking Alex is losing his mind on camera, he's like, his arms are vibrating at such a frequency, they may disappear into another dimension. You could say it, entirely. You could say it, Christ like. Very Christ. <laughs> yes, that was the exact definition that came to my mind. <laughs> Alex is Christ like. Welcome to the Illuminati Podcast, everybody. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Mike Martin, joined by my other two co hosts, Alex Fasciani hey, hey. and Jesse Cox. Yo, Hello. yo, uh, it's an easy day for me. I don't got to do much. You know, no. we're, we're joining the jumping in the show. And as always, it is now time for Alex to take control of the Chiluminati podcast with this Christ-like demeanor and guide us into everlasting love and hope. And I you know what like, Christ was? This, and you know oh. what Christ
1: was? He was a giver. He was charitable. And he liked to hey. take care of art- artists that he liked by supporting them, patronizing oh them. Oh, my God. Oh, okay, oh. Uh, which is my for fun you. way of reminding you that Chiluminati oh, is my God. funded by Patreon a great place that you can go to support wow. us for this free show that we do for you you can head to we patreon.com slash Chiluminati pod and we will be thankful if you do that
0: you will also get a sweet monthly poster uh, exclusive uh, mini episodes access to the discord behind the scenes notes all kinds of good stuff um you also connected us directly to Jesus Christ. So, you know, there's really no better compliment than that. That's so true for, for that. some. For Indeed. some
1: for some that's true. Uh but I'm going to anyway, take
2: this Tylenol right now and
1: Yeah, that's good. That's a good. <laughs> but you know what? I think I think as far as like going to be that kind like, of day, huh? I, no, I think for you, I think actually you're going to have a fairly engaging day. I feel like today, you know, you know, when I do these little minis. So, okay, first of all, let me just get this out of the way. Uh-huh. I have to try Jesse said it's Tylenol. In 20 minutes, he's out in the chair. Yeah. Val-
0: he just pops some Valium. He's like, ah, don't let me know when you're done. No,
1: So here's the deal. I've been really busy, but I've been like working on JFK, but it's like a lot. And so I am like doing a lot of things and reading a bunch of books about the same subject. And it's like kind of like a slog sometimes. And so I don't want to like lose the passion, you know what I mean. I don't want to lose the fire. So sometimes I just like go deep, keep my mystery detecting bones fresh by like searching the internet, finding things, seeing if maybe I can get a little Chiluminati episode out of there. That's what the last couple have been that I've done.
0: You deep dive and you shlorp out whatever. Info yeah, I shlorp
1: out whatever I can find. But I always run into the same problem, which is that either the story is like too short to be a full episode which is not tight or it's like way too disturbing in some way to be a full episode. Uh, but you know how Batman, like when he was Bruce Wayne, before he was Batman, he was like sitting there in his study and the like window opened and then the bat came in and he like realized like, I need to be Batman. Right. So no, I was no watching-
2: one knows that version. Everyone only knows where he fell into the hole and a bat came and talked to him. (laughs) No bats talk in the Batman mythology. I I just Uh, want to be real. False.
1: Okay. All right. You know what? Fair enough. The bat. (laughs) That's what I ask you to do all the time. Bruce Wayne. No. You are the know The bat does not know Bruce by name. (laughs)
2: Bruce Bruce Wayne. (laughs) Bruce Wayne, you're the Batman. I heard your parents are dead.
1: You must (laughs) give up your life to fight crime in Gotham City. Or my name is in the Bat Boy. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. That's what happened. When are we going to do the Bat Boy episode, by the way? We should do a Weekly World News episode. Like the best of Weekly World News. Hell yeah. That'd be amazing. (laughs) Uh, But
1: anyway... I got an idea just like Bruce Wayne got the idea to be Batman, and that idea is to do a scary version of Chiluminati today that is, I think, good because it addresses both problems. It's so far, be, this,
2: is, this is terrifying. It's going to be four short
1: mysteries that are all a little creepier uh, than or, or upsetting or adults in a way that Ooh. I feel like is a little bit skirting the boundaries of the stuff that we normally cover on this show. You know what I mean? I don't wanna you know I don't wanna okay. I don't wanna oversell it, but I'm calling it Dark Corners. That's the that's the theme for today. <laughs> I, thought it could be a,
2: I, th- I thought it could be a fun mix up. Okay. Dark Corners is a 1976 daytime drama. That was one of our writers. Dark uh, Corners. I'm sorry. That was false. <laughs>
1: uh no, but uh so I do, but I'm gonna get right into it. But before I start, as usual with these like weird internet ones that I do. It's easy to spoil the stories of these things by just like quickly Googling the phrases. So for the sake of my storytelling and the thought that I put into this listener out there, please just wait till the end to look it up.
2: (laughs) I know he's saying listener, but what he's really saying is Jesse Mathis. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep your fingers away from the keyboard. I know what he's saying. It's too interesting. It's too interesting. And then you want
1: to know, but I'm about to tell you. All right. All right. (laughs) all right first one is called chip chan okay so chimp chan chip chan chip like chip potato chip potato like microchip so Ah. i know i know that when people hear it's going to be an alex episode they know it's going to be weird it's probably going to be some weird internet thing but this is actually something that i have been like fairly hesitant to talk about and you will understand why very soon this is the story of a woman That most of the internet knows as Chip Chan. I don't think the average person knows her identity. Uh, Some people claim to know her identity. Uh, But what I know is that she prefers to be referred to as Jane rather than Chip Chan. And that she lives in South Korea. Where she was discovered via a 4chan open source live stream thread in 2008. Though later on when we after people talk to her. She says that she has been streaming. Since at least 2006. Okay. So, what these 4chan like threads are about are people would just like trawl these like open source live streams and just post weird things that they found as they travel. Right. And the original person who found Chip Chan uh, was posting because they found footage of a woman laying in her house in this like weird position, just kind of like out in the corner and thought like, oh shit, like this girl might be dead. But as people started like putting eyes on this and like looking at it, they started to realize like something way different was going on. And so she seemed, she seemed to be streaming like as close to as constantly as she could pretty much all the time. She'd sleep for hours at a time. Sometimes even in the middle of the day, she was constantly waking up and falling asleep in like positions that when you look at her, you're like, she's gonna feel like shit tomorrow like just laying in like really awkward positions sleeping for hours in the middle of the day and then weirdest of all all around her apartment which was very like dirty and kind of like messy she had all these weird signs hung around that were visible on camera and when people began translating those signs they started to get some extremely weird messages like don't get tricked don't get fooled or i can't be stopped okay so according to jane She is the daughter of wealthy parents, so she doesn't have to work or hold down any sort of job. She just sort of like coasts on this trust fund or whatever it is. And, uh, however, she is currently being held captive against her will by a corrupt police officer called P who is extorting her for her money and has injected a mind control weapon microchip under or in her brain via her left eyebrow And more famously, uh, in her foot quote at a cartilage bone, three centimeters off the ankle bone. And that's her like logo that you see all the time, which is like a picture of her foot with like a circle around where she thinks the chip is. And it says mind control weapon. That's like her, like logo. Um, Mm. and, uh, apparently, uh, the weapon is called a Vera chip, which is a real thing. Uh, And it controls her sleep patterns and moods, according to her. And if you look up what a Vera chip actually is, you will find that it is an it's an injectable identification chip uh, about the size of a grain of rice that is inserted under the skin and provides biometric verification through RFID technology the same way you might track like
0: microchip kind of like you microchip like a pet
1: like exactly like a lost pet like you just kind of have to be near it to pick up the tag you know what i mean gotcha uh and she has cameras not just in one place but all over her house uh so you can see like a lot of different angles uh, you know depending on what she feels like streaming it's really messy like she looks like she's camping in her own house kind of vibes you know like uh when you, you know you find one of those houses that's got like eight 17 year olds living in it and they just all have like fucking mattresses and shit. A streamer in house yeah exactly it looks like shit team 10 it looks like shit in there and um she uh she has lots of rashes all the time and weird wounds um like right now she has this like weird feet cuts that are really weird and she says she can't ever leave the house because apparently p the cop who she has posted like a blurry picture of uh, can make her fall unconscious at will through the device in her ankle, though she has changed apartments a few times. Okay. So hmm. according according to Jane herself, she's been living this way since at least 1999 and has continued doing this. Un, like she, she like streamed this year in 2020. She has streamed. So like from 2006, according to her to 2020, she has been streaming pretty regularly but currently she doesn't stream she says p hacked her computer uh and so she still blogs every day which is where i saw these like weird pictures of her fucked up feet um actually bloody shoes if i'm being more clear uh but there there are several theories about what she's been up to for the past 12 to 14 years uh now some people think it's some kind of performing arts like performance art project and that she's trying to make some sort of statement about privacy in modern society or that she's trying to like it's like some type of outsider art that we can't really comprehend where she's trying to like tell some sort of narrative uh but obviously like most people's first thought upon coming upon this is to be like this is real we need to help her let's try and get in touch with her let's try and get the cops there like because you know you see scenes of her doing things like building barricades in front of the door and you start to just feel like what the fuck is going so on
0: my, my immediate reaction so i know of chip chan very very vaguely like i know of her existence i remember discovering that's how most people know yeah exactly no, no idea so my, my, my reaction is just like un, untreated mental illness is where my mind goes yeah so um so that's but we'll continue obviously you're going to continue but just kind of throwing out like okay no, I'm familiar yeah, actually, with actually yes
1: so like in the past she's done her share of like interacting with the stream answering emails uh but nothing that she ever re- says like even when you translate, it seems super lucid. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? It doesn't seem like she's like on the level all the time, but by this time people have called the cops. People have tried to show up at her house, uh, but the Korean authorities always react the same way, which is that they acknowledge that they are aware of her. They say that she's just a harmless eccentric and that she should be left alone. Now on the one hand, if she's being held captive by the police, you know, and it's like a corrupt situation with the police. Of course, that's what the police would say, right? So like, that's the conspiracy. Yeah, of level or whatever.
0: Easiest one to jump to. Yeah.
1: But, <clears throat> you know, as you may have noticed, I have sort of done my best not to give you guys an, like quite enough info out there in the Internet world to like easily search. Like you can find this stuff if you want. I'm not going to direct you to where her stream is or anything like that. But I I, I think I think that's because I think that's because uh. I think the most likely explanation is exactly what you said, which is that she probably has some type of schizophrenia of the paranoia type. And I think like more specifically, you know, and a lot of people have said this online is that she, she seems to experience a clear set of conditions for something called persecutory delusions, which Mm -hmm. is where you believe that you are being persecuted despite lack of evidence that they feel like harm is like currently like, Actually, as you're talking to them, being inflicted upon them, that it's going to happen very soon, that the person who's trying to persecute them has the intention of harming them. And this is like almost like a textbook version of that, except for the like sort of weird thing that she loves to stream all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, But the thing about mental health in South Korea is that it carries like a very hefty social stigma. And Mm -hmm. Korea has really high suicide rates, has really high rates of hospitalization for the mentally ill. But in general, even more so than here, uh, you know, in America, people are generally encouraged by their own societal norms to like not seek treatment. Right. So it's for that reason that while I think Chip Chan, Jane, this person is very interesting. I think anybody who's listening here and who's finding out about her just now from us, like, you know, and you're feeling like you need to go save her or talk to her. I think you should let her be. Respect the fact that she probably has a mental illness. Don't, you know, take it upon yourself to treat this person or try and get them help. You don't know what you're doing. You know, look into this internet story, but do it from a distance. You know, watch a pre-recorded video. You know, don't don't say things to her. Don't write her emails, even if you figure it out. Because I I, I really am trying to do the opposite of encouraging that. I really don't want you to talk to her. Uh, we're definitely not gonna be the ones that help her. And Uh, You know, that's like somebody like an expert needs to do that. And you don't want to do anything, you know, as sad as it is, you don't want to do anything that's going to encourage her delusions or make them seem any more real. And that is Jane. Pretty fucking insane, right?
0: That story is nuts. And the fact that it's still happening now is is crazy. Cause again, it's something I was familiarized with years ago and just like left in the dirt and, you know, behind. I was like, yeah, this is strange.
1: There's so many videos. There's so many videos. There's so many different blogs. There's so many different places that she's streamed. And it's always just these same kind of like weird phrases, these weird things. And I really hope that she's fine. You know, I really hope that she's just like, you know, in
0: in no harm. Like, yeah. So like, you know, back, no, no medicinal education here whatsoever. And part of me wonders like if the stream thing is plays into her delusions of like, well, if I'm being watched all the time, I'm safe, you know, then then I'm safe. Yeah, exactly. People have eyes on me and I can, you know, that kind of thing. Apparently there's some
1: people who've said that there's these two elderly people that come and look after her from time to time. They check in. Uh, But I don't, I haven't seen any video of these people or anything like that. So I don't know. And I feel like, you know, going in and reading about, like there's a chip chan wiki there's all these things like and i I, saw the
0: internet yeah of course the internet documents every story
1: is very different it's not super clear like a lot of it is in korean that she writes so it's like really hard to get a straight answer without knowing korean really well Mm -hmm. and you know it's not something that like people are like really like all about getting too into but it's a fucking it's a fucking dark little corner of the internet you know
0: it's it's a lot of weird fucked up little corners of the internet corners right hashtag where 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 does Hashtag dark corners. Hashtag new series. Uh, Flash a flashlight in those corners, man. We just got to briefly take a peek. Dude, it's ironic that you said
1: flash a flashlight based on one of the stories that we're going to talk about in a minute. But first, I've got a story here uh, that it was okay. This story, this story was deleted from Reddit. Uh, It was something that I remembered reading on Reddit and that I went back for this podcast to look for. And I found somebody else who had the same thing where they were like, where the fuck is this story? And somebody actually had the window still open on their computer and was able to copy paste this story. And I thought this is just like one of the most unbelievable stories, most unique stories I've ever seen on the internet. Uh, I have, (laughs) I have the username for this person, but because the post was deleted and all the comments were deleted, I'm not going to share that part. So, sure. so, I'm just going to quickly select this and I'm going to send this to you, Mathis, and this will be your
0: All right. little. St- what subreddit was this on? Or is that part of the spoilers?
1: Uh, it, was, it was on like uh, Ask Reddit or something. It was like, what's the creepiest okay. thing that's ever happened to you, kind of thing.
0: Where are we sending this? On Zoom? Uh, um, yeah,
1: I'm just going to send it right in on Zoom. Did that not okay. work?
0: I see nothing yet.
1: Let's just try that. Did you
2: send okay. it to group chat?
1: trying to drop it in the group chat i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go ahead and drop it in your twitter sorry
0: yeah it's fine sorry oh, guys nope, no it's too it's too big it's too- do you have a discord do you have discord open yeah i do you, know what I'm, you have PM me on discord okay sorry guys it's fine edit it out if we remember if we remember
1: edit it out okay
0: yeah i sent you a message
1: there we go okay There you
0: go. Okay. Now I click on this and then I open it and then I read it. All right. Oh, it's a notepad.
1: So this story is called
0: Jimmy C. (laughs) Jimmy C. Okay. (laughs)
2: What are the scariest stories like? This story is called Happy
0: Smile. Get ready, dude. Happy Smile. Friendly sun in the midday. All right. Here we go. Jimmy C. This has haunted me for a long time. I was about 19 or 20 at the time, and I was living in Savannah, Georgia. I drank a lot. What? He had a crappy fake ID. Okay. What are you laughing at already, Jesse?
2: When you start your scary story with, I drank a lot, I'm already <laughs> like, all right, okay, dude. here we go. <laughs> dude.
1: Just, just you wait. Just you <laughs> wait, Jesse.
0: I drank a lot and had a, had a crappy fake ID. I worked this terrible job as a grunt laborer, the kind where you go to those temp labor agencies like Able Body or Labor Finders. I'd show up at 4 a.m., work until 5 p.m., and drink myself to sleep after only taking home about 60 bucks for the day. I was supposed to go into work this particular morning, but I decided to skip. It's a labor agency. They'll just find somebody else. I call my girlfriend and tell her I want to go to the beach. Tybee Beach, I guess, is the name of the beach. Yeah. I had already started uh, drinking. Wow. (laughs) He had already, wait, he was supposed to go into work. He woke up, said no, called the girlfriend, but he'd already been drinking at that point. And he's nineteen he a years light. old. Ooh, what an dude has a rough mornings. Yeah. So she comes over. We hop in my big ugly van, pack up some rods, and head to the beach. I decided to have a drink across the across the beach at this little bar. This is where the story gets interesting. I was on my ninetieth beer shortly after drinking <laughs> Sorry, my ninetieth drink. What? No, no, no. <laughs> that's me. I, I'm I'm, in, I'm nine, not ninety. Like, shortly after ordering <laughs> my drink. I get this really weird feeling. I became hyper aware of my surroundings. The door, the door opens and I see this guy walk in out of my peripheral vision. There was a seat between me and my girlfriend, but the bar was empty at like 9 a.m. and he could have sat anywhere else. Yet he chooses to sit right between her and I. Then he starts doing this thing with his fingers. The bar top was reflective. He takes his fingers like two little legs and just starts walking with them. Skating with them on top of the counter. This isn't something out of the ordinary, but I did, but I took notice because when I was in school, I did it all the time. I pretended I had rollerblades on my fingers and I, and that I was skating around my desk. I hated school and was always distracting myself. So I became kind of mesmerized for some reason. That's when he looks at me and in this really, and in this, and in this really thick kind of Germanic or Nordic accent, he says, I don't know what a Germanic or Nordic accent says, so I'm not like even going to with
2: What are you doing? Wait, that's not right. <laughs> okay.
0: I noticed you're a man who pays attention to detail. I'm also a man who pays attention to detail. Oof, yeah. Now, before I continue, I have to describe this guy. He was boring <clears throat> from the movie boring. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: he had this short... <laughs> he, he had this short, spiky hair that was bleached at the tips, kind of like a late 90s style. He had really expensive clothes on, like a nice Prada leather jacket, nice designer jeans, really nice boots. He seemed like a kind of gay guy with awesome fashion sense and really distinctive taste. I always remember this because I think to myself, some weird homeless crazy guy couldn't have afforded those clothes. Anyway, the other thing that stuck out was his eyes. They were piercing gray. It reminded me of like a husky's eyes, but his pupils just stayed this disturbing pinpoint size. They were just extremely small, which caused his look to be kind of terrifying. His teeth were normal, right? But not at the same time. I don't know how to explain it. They were sharper than they should be, as if they were filed slightly. His hands were normal, but his fingernails were slightly long and pointed, as if he deliberately did it. My buddy used to do that, so it would happen. <laughs> he loved it. He had like, claws. Uh, he kept licking his teeth, too, as if he were salivating. The thing about this guy is that when you look at him, Everything seems normal, but off at the same time. So you're questioning if you're crazy for thinking this. I, again, I want to remind you, man, it's two, It's like 1 p.m. and you've had like a bunch of drinks already. Yeah. So that just this might be the feeling of the alcohol. Like, this guy does seem creepy, though. This guy then begins to start, to start talking about the relationship between me and my girlfriend. But really strangely, he's talking about how beautiful she is and how I should pay more attention to her. I was kind of a dick to her. Shortly after he began talking like this, I had this almost knowing feeling come over me, like I knew this guy was not human. I look at my girlfriend and say, you need to leave. She just kind of looks at me like she knows to, and without a word of protest, she gets up quietly and leaves. Later, I learned that she went next door to get a coffee. That's when this guy literally says to me with the utmost confidence, you were supposed to go fishing today. He pointed the beach across the street. If you had, I would have drowned you in that ocean. And I shit you not, he fucking hissed. Again, for some reason, this overwhelming calm had come over me. I just ask, who are you? And he answers back with this crazy guttural language like, Ak but it was really long. It sounded Arabic or Hebrew or something. I just, for some reason, without skipping a beat, and I have no idea why, I was so calm to this day, asked, Say it in a way that I can understand. He says in return, you can call me Jimmy C. I jumped off the San Francisco bridge years ago and we've been watching you. From there on out, he never referred to himself as me or I, but only we. The conversation became something very strange after this. He was saying things like, we see you taking a bath. We wish we too could feel the warmth of the water and the comfort of the steam and other strange stuff he kept buying me drinks too, specifically whiskey sours. It was like he had an endless supply of money. He smoked Marlboro ultra light cigarettes. After I don't know how long, because I lost sense of time, kind of, I told him I'm going to leave. I walk next door. I get my girlfriend. And she's stone silent. We start driving home. Don't say a word. Then I just ask, do you know what that was? And she just says, that was a demon. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Sweet. Thanks, Nancy. Appreciate you hearing the answer. This girl had parents that were scientists. She was really analytical. <laughs> this
1: chick, her parents were scientists. She was analytical. She was basically a
0: I want to put my hand on this man's shoulder and be like, my mans, I hate to tell you, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> um. They were also completely non-religious. Uh. And that was the first thing she said out of her mouth. Now, I didn't say this part before because to me, this is the most important aspect of the story. So I'll say it now because it's what happened after we go. this
2: event that screwed me up here for we go.
0: fucking years. Yeah, here I'm waiting, dude. The last thing Jimmy C, this guy, said to me before I left was, quote, look at my car, unquote. I look outside and see one of those newer Volkswagen Beetles. It was white. He asks, what does the license plate say? I look at the plate. And it literally says,
2: <laughs> no, fierce. That's well, that's looks, not what I expected. Also, how does it say fierce? <laughs> that's too many letters. <laughs> it's not
0: too many. Six. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Five. It's actually five. F-I-E-R-C-E. F-I-E-R. No, six. Yeah. I'm dumb. Accounting's hard. Six. Five. He looks me dead in the eyes and then says, the next time you see me, I'll be driving a black Mercedes and the license plate will say utopia. Stupid, right? That night, I was still calm. I don't know why. I felt like the guy on Office Space after his hypnotherapist died right in front of him, and he was weirdly zen.
1: (laughs) He could have just said he felt weirdly zen. (laughs) Yeah, I mean,
0: I appreciate the creativity of the storytelling. I know what it visually looks like, like, Yeah, I know what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. But my girlfriend started having terrible nightmares of this guy's head, just staring at her in her dreams. Weeks went by, and that's when the encounter started affecting me. I found myself becoming paranoid about that black fucking Mercedes. Every black car I saw, I checked if it was a Mercedes. If it was, I immediately looked at the license plate. I started doing it when I would watch TV or movies as well. I couldn't stop. Now I'm going to fast forward a bit. About 10 years go by. I'm now 29. So this is just recently. It was, at least it was time not that recently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. So maybe he's like 35 yeah. now. And in silence, when I'm alone, when I'm drinking, I often think about this encounter. This dude loves drinking. Yeah. I still look at black Mercedes every time they pass, but I'm not so much anxious about it anymore. Just curious. And I remember that my girlfriend at the time always kept a journal. By now, I'm pretty sure that I'm insane. Maybe I was drunk. Yeah, well, maybe. Maybe I'm not remembering any of this correctly. But after years of trying to find articles of a Jimmy C., that committed suicide off the Cisco, San Francisco bridge, I, looking at black cars and so on, I feel like I'd grown out of it. Yet still, I had to know. So last year, I tracked down my ex-girlfriend. We ended on bad terms. I found out she's a school teacher in Wisconsin, has, uh, has a married woman, as a married woman. Has I married a woman. woman. Has married a woman, sorry. Has married a woman and is actually trying to have a child. I figure she's not going to talk to me, but I sent her a Facebook message anyway, and I asked her if she can find the journal from that day, because I have to know if the events line up with mine. Sure enough, she had it, (laughs) and it contained even more detail than what I remembered, because she had literally written it at the coffee shop next door right after it happened, and here's what she sent me. Quote, notes on what happened at Tybee Island, Georgia, on the first Tuesday in December 2005. Drove there during the day, and the sunshine was getting me down. Kept thinking about how earlier I had gone to...
1: <laughs> I put your what? name in there just to keep it...
0: Okay. Oh, I was like, are you trolling no. me? Okay, try that again. Uh, drove, drove there during the day and the sunshine was getting me down. Kept thinking about how earlier I had gone to Mathis's house after waking up there. And he woke up early, took a shower, came back, woke me up, acted very sweet. Then I went home, took a shower, came back to go with him to Tybee, and he'd gotten drunk already and was teasing me, being sort of an. I love, I
1: love the two sides of this story. By the way, like I, right. like It's we're about to hear basically the same story again, but like the 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 point of view like, of her, it's so it's so
0: good. <laughs> uh, I even threatened to go home once, but I stayed, feeling that I really should go to Tybee with him. But I was excited to show Tybee to Mathis during the stay during the day, since I knew knew it well, and he'd never seen it. He talked about how it all reminded him of his childhood as we drove through the, small, the salt marches and over the bridge, the sun, the palm trees. I'd grown up in a fall. Also,
1: this girl is That's, like Ernest Hemingway, question mark? Like, I don't know what's man, going yes, on. So. She, yeah, <laughs> she, she writes like so well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I was excited to show Tybee to Mathis during the day. So wait, wait we were going to part. Got to Tybee and he wanted to get a couple of beers even though we had rum in the trunk. Well, really, the back of the van. The first bar we went to carded him, and so we left, remarking that everyone in the place had given us strange looks as soon as we walked in. Went over to Fanny's a couple doors down, all in the area of the beach by the pier. I decided I didn't want beer after all and told the woman I would just like a glass of water. He had a PBR. Only cost a buck. Noticed the VW Beetle Beetle, white parked outside when I came in, but did not see Jimmy enter. Mathis pointed out a man sitting one stool down from me, drumming his fingers strangely on the stainless steel bar more like dancing with his nails, stretching their, uh, his long fingers. Thought immediately that, w- that he was gay. He and I watched and talked in whispers about it for a few more minutes before he, the stranger, spoke. He first talked about how I had noticed him dancing with his nails, the words he used, and then looked at his nails surprised and said they look like shit. <laughs> I laughed, getting a weird feeling for- about the guy. He then spoke about how it's important to notice details and he likes it when people pay attention, that he pays attention to everything that he knows that I do too. His eyes are open. Some word I can't decipher. Blue gray. He has blonde hair and a narrow pointed nose. The word he can't decipher, I believe is the author trying to transcribe yeah, trying the, to say the, the thing. And he doesn't, he can't understand what she wrote. Um, he has blonde hair, and narrow pointed nose above pale lips that covered crooked teeth. Not very white, almost like fangs. His teeth are all I can look at until I look him in the eye. Something I normally won't do until I know a person at least a little. And he seems to evade me. He asks if I love Mathis, doesn't use his name or mine. And without hesitation, I nod and say yes. He asks him, do you love her? And he looks uncomfortable, laughs a little bit, and said, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Damn, and Mathis. This guy, Damn. I'm sorry. Man. I'm some <laughs> shit. I didn't know where I was at the time, man. Damn, dude. I was exploring alcohol for the first yeah, time. You it was were really new. exploring it, yeah. I was. I had to try everything. So, you know, she was there for the ride. Then the guy says that I'm beautiful, that if he won't love me unconditionally as I do him, someone else will. He touches my hair and says that I am a creature of God. He then tells us that he walked three miles up and down the beach and it sucked. Said some things about God's green earth. Told a story about a scorpion. Then asked a frog for a ride across the river. And Then stung the frog. <laughs> told the frog it Cable was his nature. Cable television dialogue. Yeah, yeah. the whole thing. And then they both enjoyed their last minutes of life because they, would die, uh, they both would then die. He told Mathis he knew him and kept trying to get him uh, and kept trying to get to him through me. He'd say, I'm not hitting on your girl, but continually told me I was beautiful. He tried to piss Mathis off. Kept, tr- kept saying that he knew him, said, in, uh, said he is in his room at night. He's what crawls on Mathis's back. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> told Mathis his glasses, the aviator sunglasses that I gave him, were cheap. That my glasses were perfect because I see through them rather than hide behind them. Then he said that I was perfection. That I was one step away from becoming myself. Earlier, he talked about fashion, thought my glasses might be Armani, said Prada was his favorite person. What I noticed, when I, when I noticed that his orange leather jacket had a red rectangle of fabric on the left breast that said Prada, he said to Mathis, Mathis that he knew who he was, to which Mathis replied that he knew who he was. The, the stranger, <laughs> okay, that's weird. The stranger left to go to his car to get money for more drinks. He'd offered to buy us all a shot of tequila and already, thought, already bought Mathis a beer. As he walked out, he pointed to the license plate. His car was the white beetle outside. The, lace, the license plate read fierce. While he was gone, Mathis asked me if I knew who the man was. I nodded, saying I had an idea. Yeah, but you think you're crazy every time you think it, don't you? I was uh, I was thinking the man was the devil or something close. Then I wrote that I missed some things. Here they are. Uh, when asked where he was, he didn't answer, or where he was from, he didn't answer. We thought he could have been from Tybee, but he said he didn't live there. Asked him where he lived, and he just started talking about his other car, a Mercedes-Benz with the plate that said Utopia. Asked if he lived in his car, he said, no, Utopia's doors are closed to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mathis asked him where he learned all, uh, all he was talking about. He said he could speak five languages, English being the most important because it is trained and often spoke a few sentences in a language I could not recognize and he said he had lived in San Francisco, where he jumped off a bridge and died. Classic waited, end your life. This is the point where I told where I told so her to leave.
1: This is this is now that's the end. Of, that was the end of her. Again. Yeah,
0: yeah. Now we're back to the perspective of the original storyteller. Yeah. This is the point where I told her to leave. That's when he said he would have drowned me in the ocean. Started referring to himself as we, and finally told me that the next time I would see him, it would be in the, that black Mercedes. When I read that she, uh, when I read what she had written, literally that day. I knew that I wasn't imagining the details wrong, that this actually happened. This is probably the single most frustrating and scary thing that has ever happened to me. I want to imagine it's just some normal crazy guy, but unless you saw it and felt it and heard him talk about all the little details of what you were supposed to do that day when you only knew it, you can't just understand the impact of it. It's been 10 years and my only solace really is that my ex-girlfriend was there to corroborate. That communication, where I reached out to her, actually caused us to be on good terms again after a decade. It seems to have been something that bothered her just as much as it bothered me. And still, to this day, even though I'm I'm living 10,000 miles away in Southeast Asia, I can't stop looking for that car. I can't stop thinking about Jimmy C's twisted face. I wonder if he still crawls on my back. And if the fear I feel at night, often to where I must drink myself to sleep or find a one-night stand just so I don't feel alone, is him, them, or any of that watching me
1: okay so that's so that's the post
0: jimmy is his alcoholism made jimmy real. c okay <laughs> jimmy c is, is his alcoholism made real so
1: on the surface right this is just like some bullshit creepypasta about some guy who met satan right where are you <laughs> yeah, going sure. with this
2: yeah I, I'm, I'm now now that you've on got the like surface, this like, yes but when yeah. we dig
1: down what is about to happen these were these changes were made to the article um I'm, I'm dropping them in the chat so if you want to read those too, Mathis. I dropped them in the, yeah, the, yeah. the Zoom chat. Let me just read the little edit yeah. thing.
0: Okay, so first edit. Somebody sent me a site where I can look up California license plates. I tried this earlier in Georgia. Don't know why I didn't try it in California. The license plate Utopia is registered to a Mercedes, but it won't say the color. I'm kind of freaked out to say the least. And there's, a, there's actually a link that leads to a picture that says, yep, there it is. It's a 2000." A year 2000 Mercedes-Benz, the C-Class C-280, <laughs> sedan four-door engine, 2.8 liters, V6. Yeah. Okay. Next update. This is the site where that's you can look, look up. it up. And then it says, edit three, somebody found another more reliable source. Still shows a 2000 Mercedes as having the license plate Utopia in California. Yet this one had the VIN number if anybody is good at looking it up. And there's a VIN number there.
1: Yeah. So there really is a Mercedes driving around that has a license plate Utopia. Well, did anyone look up the VIN number? It's right there. I mean, yeah. I mean, you just like you can look it up, but it's, you know, after a while, information on the car is not public knowledge.
2: Uh, I mean, the VIN would be like, what was the original
1: color?
0: Black? Well, there's I don't even know how to start looking it up. So so now I also dropped in
1: another thing for you guys. That's the Yelp. uh, It's the Yelp uh, thing and it's 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 uh actually the yelp page for this place fanny's in tybee beach oh yeah the bar still visitable to this day go oh, sweet so it's a real place you can actually go there you can actually maybe you can meet jimmy c for yourself your own jimmy c, jimmy c
0: dude no man i want everything i'm never i've already accepted that i'm never gonna see anything
1: you've already accepted it and you're happen. so
0: young I know but i you know i think i think starting the podcast sealed my fate
1: why you think like you're gonna you're like a molder now yeah it's
0: too much I, I mean, they don't want anybody I see to know through
2: you so well this whole like i guess nothing will ever happen nothing, no jesse this i don't is, know what you're talking I'm about I you, psychology against the devil yes i'm just saying i guess I'm just no saying. one will ever pay attention to me
0: i'll be Satan alone dis- I, you know, I, I offered Satan my entire soul. I
1: love the idea that Satan is, is named Jimmy, like goes by Jimmy.
0: Jimmy. Hey, what up, Jimmy? Jimmy C, C for Satan. <laughs> I, maybe, you know, <laughs> if any of you have the Randonauts app, go ahead and, and put, you know, think about Jimmy C yeah. and just uh, think see about where Knots takes you. Dude, I should do
1: that. We talked, we talked about Knots on here, on the mini-sode, right?
0: We, uh, we talked about it on a mini-sode. Yes, not on an actual uh, full app.
1: Oh man, I, that is, that is some weird shit. It's like taking advantage of your own brain's like willingness to look for things that connect, but it's like so fun to do. Yeah. Uh, All right. So that's the story of Jimmy C. One of my favorite deleted stories from Reddit that you
2: could find in the
0: Internet's dark corners. uh, Sounded like two drunks met at a bar. Dude, it did sound (laughs) like Mr. Original Guy didn't know what sober felt like for a while.
1: I, I don't think that guy was doing great even in the present day. (laughs)
0: <laughs> you know if you're listening out there man whose story we read if you're one of those listeners that listens to us i hope you're doing better i hope everything's good and i hope jimmy c hasn't been yeah. on your back in a Shout while out to Southeast has, Asia. i hope it's because you wanted him to be a top
1: and uh, also uh, if you are a detective like us you can go <laughs> on the internet and you can find that vin number uh and you can look it up and see if you can find out whether or not that mercedes is black or not i would love to know and whether or not that guy also owns a volkswagen beetle I'll be interested. I'll be interested to know. Uh, all right. So that's we're at the halfway point here. How are you? How are you guys Ooh, enjoying the dark corner so far?
2: I mean, it's Honestly, dark and I'm twisted. So, yeah, it's so and fucked twisted. up, right? So uh, good. I mean, like, look, the first story, I had nothing to say because you guys already debunked it for me. And the second <laughs> story was debunked in the first two minutes. when he's like, I'm a heavy alcoholic. I'm like, you are a unreliable narrator, sir. Everything you're saying it could be nonsense.
1: That's true. I mean, what would you know? What would be the crazy thing is if the VIN number came up and it was registered to him somehow. That would be like, the best. Yeah, that
0: would actually be the best ending. But yeah. I would
1: love, I would love somebody more dedicated than I to to dig deeper
2: into that. Honestly, my favorite line
0: in that whole story is just like, uh, "Do you live in your car?" No, the doors of Utopia
2: are not. That open is, to. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is some like sweary shit right there. That's like that is, really that's like is. American Gods vibes. Yeah. Uh,
1: Uh, All right. So this next one is definitely a mystery and a very disturbing mystery, but it's the kind of thing that I typically avoid on the show because it's like how certain episodes of black mirror, like get like a little bit too real
0: you know oh i watched i'm sure you've all watched so much black mirror but just off topic i watched two episodes of black mirror ever and i was like i can't my emotions can't it's handle a fucking this. great show but depressed. yeah sometimes
1: you just gotta take a break because it opens up opens up doorways to parts of the real world that you just don't want to <laughs> think about you know and that's the
0: episode that got me was to being able to rewind like your memory and rewatch your memory that that episode i was like oh fuck i know if i get that i'd just relive the worst shit over and over that bryce dallas howard one
1: always gets me where she's like got a score and everybody rates each other and it's
2: like Uh, affects your like like, standing China
0: now is don't they have like a social score system in China now I
2: I'm sure they do I have no idea I'd be the old lady I'd be the old lady in the truck (laughs) who's like look that's all bullshit you're a dummy
1: (laughs) I mean that's like everybody but in that world it's not yeah she had to like live in her truck Uh, (laughs) uh, but yeah okay so this one This one is kind of like that type of thing. The reason this one's in dark corners is not because it's like a fringe mystery. This is like this definitely happened, but uh, it's what it implies, what it implicates. That's really scary. This is the Metcalf sniper attack. Uh, Here we go. At 1258 a.m. on April 16th, 2013, AT&T fiber optic telecommunications cables were cut not far from U.S. Route 101, just outside of South San Jose California. Okay. as at around one AM. At one oh seven AM, certain customers of a local internet provider called Level Three Communications experienced a loss of service, and cables in their vault near the Metcalf substation were also discovered to have been cut. So no phones, no internet at this at this in this little small area. At 131 AM, a surveillance camera pointed along a chain link fence at the substation perimeter recorded a streak of light that was eventually determined by the Santa Clara County Sheriff's Office to be a beam from somebody making a signal by waving a flashlight. And that makes a lot of sense because whatever it was, it was immediately followed by muzzle flash from several rifles and sparks from bullets hitting the fence. At 1.37 a.m., Pacific Gas and Electric, that's PG&E, received an alarm from motion sensors at the substation, likely from bullets grazing the fence. At 1:41 a.m., the Santa Clara County Sheriff's Department received a 911 call from an engineer at a nearby power plant that shit. That shit. What, <laughs> am I, shit what it are itself? my notes? No. Oh, that still had phone service, except for some reason I up. wrote the word "shit." Uh, <laughs> this guy's. This guy was at a another power plant nearby, still had their phones, and he heard gunfire. Uh, at 1:45 a.m., the first the first bank of transformers uh, at the substation riddled with bullet holes, having leaked 52,000 gallons of oil overheated. Bam! just like, you know, 15 minutes after this started, uh, this thing overheated, uh, this caused the Pacific gas and electric control station, 90 miles to the North to receive an equipment failure alarm at one fifty AM. There was a repeat of the apparent flashlight signal that was caught on film. And immediately after the attack ended, uh, so I think that it was the signal, actually.
0: Yeah, that seems like someone, you know, triggered a signal to kill. And later,
1: shoot. yeah. Later, when they uh, investigated the site, they found 100 expended casings.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: Uh, so that was at 150 a.m one minute
0: this is 2013 yeah
1: one minute later at 1:51 a.m is when law enforcement finally arrived one minute later by then everything was quiet they couldn't get past the locked fence and they couldn't see any reason to stick around so they left and nobody else saw anything until 3 15 when like a like a service guy from the fucking uh power company showed up uh and here is a video of the of get the out security of town. footage was,
2: i'm so excited Oh yeah, so
1: this uh, you might have to like check in the comments or something. People will tell you the times where you can. It's in the uh, you can you can see in the description. They'll they'll tell you where you'll you can you can scroll to see the little bullets and stuff hitting.
2: Uh, so this this attack on here.
0: This attack left. What? Sorry. Oh yeah! Wow. Two oh seven. Oh, I see them on the ground. What the hell? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh yeah! Boom!
1: Boom! 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 This was dead ass like. Real bullets shooting at this shit like that's the that's the fucking video footage of it. This attack left 17 transformers with enough damage that it required over 15 million dollars worth of repairs and to avert a full blackout of the area, which, you know, in NorCal, that's a lot of like the data centers and all that type of shit. Energy had to actually be rerouted from other plants in Silicon Valley to like not have a huge blackout on their hands. Uh, So as a result, a lot of the bigger customers, like the big, huge companies and stuff, didn't even notice that anything happened, even though in the immediate area, there were some neighborhoods that didn't uh, have power for a little bit. Now, the reason that this is so scary, right, is that military experts said that this attack looked like a, quote, professional job. No fingerprints were found on any of the shells, And even though there's a housing development less than 500 feet away from the substation, none of those residents reported hearing 100 rounds being fired.
0: The silencers, clearly. Or long-distance That other dude did
1: hear them, so who knows? Okay. Uh, In fact, uh, this one dude, John Wellinghoff, who used to be the chairman of the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, called it, quote, the most significant incident of domestic terrorism involving the grid that has ever occurred. Damn. Uh, and that's bad because I think most people in America don't realize how vulnerable our electric
0: grid is. Sure. I think the internet, the internet itself is like five small areas and the whole of the internet goes down. Yeah, it's very vulnerable stuff.
1: Uh, and Henry Waxman, who's this dude from the United States house committee on energy and commerce was quoted as saying that the attack was quote, an unprecedented and sophisticated attack on an electrical grid substation with military style weapons. Communications were disrupted. The attack inflicted substantial damage. It took weeks to replace the damaged parts. Under slightly different conditions, there could have been serious power outages or worse. Right? So, So what the
0: hell was this? Yeah, that's, uh, I'm, I'm hoping you have an answer. <laughs> As of October
1: 2015, the best official lead that we have is that the FBI said they do not think it was an international terrorist group and okay. the department of homeland security uh before they turned evil uh said that uh it was a uh insider signs pointed to it being an insider uh that maybe you know
0: like a disgruntled employee yeah, with like the power somebody company? who worked
1: there somebody from the inside called in this attack for some reason but theories abound uh in an article in the atlantic They questioned why this particular substation was targeted, even though the region alone has 1500 (coughs) different substations and suggested that maybe that by hitting that particular substation, the real story is that maybe on that same morning, somewhere else on the same grid, something really crazy went down. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, that's interesting. I, that's one thing that it could be, right? Like already, you know, these guys went in, they knew how to do this surgically. There probably was only a couple guys involved, two or three guys, probably, you know, probably probably three guys at at, at minimum. Uh, but like, you know, if they're going to go through all that trouble, maybe this thing wasn't even the main crime, right? Uh, other people point to the fact that as a re- as a direct result of these attacks, PG and E spent $100 million over three years to upgrade the security at all the substations suggesting that maybe that insider that we were talking about a second ago could have called in a hit on his own company in order to force their hand uh, in terms of upgrading security, uh, you know, or why would you want to, okay, you know, sometimes well, I, with those big companies, it's hard to be able to exert your will because yeah. you're one of many people in, in charge And so some people think maybe they tried to manipulate that little, you know, like that little way of doing things.
2: It's very like Batman esque almost. Uh, Can I ask you a question? Yeah. uh, You said originally they cut down or they didn't cut down, but they cut off power from the internet and phone. AT&T and internet.
1: Yeah. But only in a certain area. Just so that the people at the, at the station where it was happening could not call in a report the only people that got like the the, the only report that pg and e got during the attack was at that station 90 miles away that there was an equipment failure and that was already like the things had already overheated
2: do you know what i'm saying yeah. they've already they but, already
1: like oil like hot oil spilled out of them and like burned them. can
2: i mission impossible you and say that this had nothing to do with the electrical grid and everything to do with an assassination of someone in that area that's like, they
1: like that's like exactly what they were saying. The Atlantic was like, maybe, you know, it's it doesn't seem like much, but like it could be anything. You know, there's probably some other mysterious crime that went down that, around yeah. that time. Maybe like a it, distraction, a thing to bring it down. Maybe even they out, got yeah. away with it clean. You know, like maybe yeah. there's no record of whatever actually happened. Right. Interesting.
0: Uh, but finally, maybe it was that crime group hidden in the HTML of an old website. It's not, it's not impossible.
1: Uh, but finally, <laughs> the scariest theory of all is uh, based off the fact that the casings found were for uh, 7.62 Soviet rounds, which are like Soviet Union rounds. And that theory suggests that possibly Russia or China or some other rival of the United States is probing our grid for weaknesses. Now, that, that,
0: that, I was going to say, I, if it is a foreign nation, it feels like a test attack. It's in a tech, it's in a tech
1: region where if they take out the power, they take out the Internet you know like a lot of the servers go no down communication it's it's really scary to think about you know especially considering that right now our country is you know leadership is a bit chaotic like nobody knows what the fuck's going on covid has us like straight fucked up like you know there's not a better time like you know maybe they were planning for a couple of years down the road when all their plans came to fruition and america's you know not out, you know where it you know normally is and maybe Something bad's going to happen. You know, it would be a great way to do it if you were an enemy. So that's why, you know, normally I don't cover this type of story, but uh, it's uh, it's real. So get scared, bitch.
2: Yeah, that's neat. I mean, there's no answers, but it's like weird. And I love those (laughs) things. Those are the kind of stories I love. It's fucking real. It
1: fucking happened for sure. There's very little info. Like, it seems like a movie. It seems like Ed Harris from The Rock did this. Like, it doesn't make sense.
2: Okay.
1: Um but yeah, uh Jesse, are you on uh are you on uh Discord right now? Uh yeah. So I'm going to send you a little Discord
2: message. <laughs> this last thing this last one is
1: another story from Reddit which I just found in 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 searching for this in searching <laughs> for this episode. <laughs> uh, but the reason that I, the reason that it, it qualifies for uh, dark corners for me, is that uh, it's a little racier than the stuff that we t- normally. You gave me here. the racy one, Ooh, so Jesse. Of course you did. So Hell Jesse, yeah. this one's Ooh. this bud's for you, baby.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Get out of town with this. All right, oh, I'm brace yourselves, internet. I'm ready. Do me the complete honor of reading this, Jesse.
1: Oh. Don't forget to mention the title.
2: Vagina Island. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Where do I, where do I buy a ticket? By, Send me. Uh, Dower 03. I believe that's supposed to be an homage to the terrible movie that was uh my favorite Canadian film. I think so. What are you uh, talking about? On, what movie? Um, hold on. Let me see if that's correct. There's a movie that was on Mr. Science Theater. I had no idea that you were gonna like this. this Zap op- Rouseauer is just Google Zap. It's a mulleted character from the uh, the movie The Final Sacrifice. Oh shit! It's yeah, a, it's a Canadian film. It is the it, it, the best superhero, just like an overweight Canadian who drinks and like fights. He's like Williams,
1: but he's just a Canadian guy.
2: <laughs> yeah, amazing. One of my favorite. It is. Without a doubt, one of the funniest mystery science theaters in the mystery
1: science theater, theater 3000 wiki for him, that he has a uh, BRP stats for call of Cthulhu.
2: Yeah, because <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's amazing. He is amazing. That's all I'm going to say about that. So Zapieralsdauer wrote this, I think. All right. Mm-hmm. Back in 2009, I got a call from my friend Kay. This was two years after we went our separate ways for college. I was 20 at the time. He began to tell me of this island that we had to go to. <laughs> we had grown up together and spent much uh, and spent our youth exploring the ins and outs of our small Midwestern town. So I was all for it. He had explained to me that him and some of his friends had found it when they were exploring in the river. Time out. <laughs> I thought this is going to be like, there's <coughs> a magical island out in the water. called Vagina. Here, Can I tell you something? I'm going to interject really quickly. When I was in college, my friends and I in the dorms uh, stumbled upon a website, and it might still exist. I'm not sure what you would look up now, but there was an island in the middle of the Pacific, and this guy like transformed it into like whore island. Hell and the yeah. whole thing was, like, you would pay a package to go to this island. It was, like, all whores. What? And that's... <laughs> I'm telling you... And that's what you want. That's Vagina Island. Well, when we were in college, we thought, like, that's the dream, boys. That's the dream.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to
2: retire on Some Vagina pain. Island. Take I feel my like pay <laughs> and settle down on Vagina Island. <laughs> Looking back, it seems like a place where you'd get killed. It's terrible. <laughs> it seems like a scam yeah. for people like idiots who'd be like of course I want to go there and then they'd be murdered you'd on that wake island. wake up with no kidneys. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's what I thought. This was like it was an island in the ocean. No, this is they were found it while exploring in the river. Okay. <laughs> He had told me all about it and was excited to share his find with another person. I was jealous that I wasn't there when he first discovered it, but I got over it and got pumped to see what he had unearthed. It's been a running joke that I don't know how to swim, so that's why I went to the river. <laughs> never did. Probably never will. And the island lay in the middle of the river. Usually the waters weren't high, so he reassured me. Then all I had to do was wade behind him and our other friends uh, our other friend S, I don't know why our <laughs> other friends, our other friend <sighs> S would be behind me in case I hit a sinkhole. Sucking out my nervousness of aquatic things, I agreed and we popped off our shirts and sunk into the muddy waters. Mm-mm. That don't look close from the banks, but it took some time to get to it in the chest high waters. C pick one. Are there picks? Yeah. Scroll down on here. I can't s- scroll down in the text. To s- oh, yeah, there's, here I'll I'll, give, I'll put it in here so you can or, look at them too, Mathis.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I don't get to see shit.
2: Get <laughs> out of here! Get out of oh, here! Hell yeah, dude! This is spoilers. Oh yeah. no! All right, I can't look at this. This yeah. is incredible. Don't look at this! I can't I'll, look I'll at this. I can't. It. These are I'm spoilers. Oh it. no! Okay. Uh, we need to include these pictures with this in the episode. Oh my God. All right. I have to look away. (laughs) As we floated with the current, we made jokes and spent our time bullshitting. None of us had a camera due to the fact that we didn't want to get our phones wet. And uh, who really cared? We had already taken pictures from, or he had already taken pictures from his last quest. Now it was just time to show us. Once we pulled our bodies up onto the land, we took a minute to breathe. Kay had taken his shoes off to keep them dry and left them with our t-shirts, but it wasn't a place I wanted uh, to be without foot protection. Wild bushes and branches lay strewn about everywhere. The island looked fairly untouched. It was in the river next to a state park, but still deep enough down where people wouldn't bother it. We followed Kay's lead into the this thistle, and after four or five minutes, we found a clearing towards the center. In it lay what we were looking for. <coughs> there was a giant cement ass of a lady sitting <laughs> next to a lawn chair. This wasn't just some art project. It was well detailed. There was a marble there was a marble stuffed in her to resemble a clit and it was massive my apologies to families <laughs> listening right now There was a marble stuffed in her and it was a massive clit <laughs> we laughed and ro- <laughs> we laughed and romped around but i had a strange feeling on the island i felt weird my other two friends seemed a little creeped out but generally they blew it off with me but like it stuck with me a few weeks later, I decided that I had to go back to Vagina Island, appropriately coined by Kay. If you, are, if you haven't seen the made. picture, imagine it's just like a woman bent over, but it's only the bottom part of her legs yep. and then like half a torso, it's, And it's, it, bigger it's made than, of cement. It's bigger than <laughs> real. It's, it's like five times the size. Yeah, it's like an art project. Uh, okay. A few weeks later, I decided to, that I had to go back to vagina Island. <laughs> my friends had no real interest in going about that time. I was living in my first apartment with a roommate during college and had a few friends back home. My college is only an hour and a half away. So the travel was no big deal and was always worth it. You know, to pull into my old driveway. Uh, i had been talking to a girl online and decided that her, my friend E my roommate Jay and I would meet for the first time and that I would take her to Vagina Island. I feel like well, that's
0: yeah. a mistake. When you would take anyway, somebody to
2: Vagina Island, that's like that's how
1: mis- mistakes happen.
0: Yeah. That's an that's initiation.
2: Yeah. It was a uh, it had a mystical pool. <laughs> <laughs> and those I told didn't seem to believe me, so we agreed. <laughs> <laughs> and like I the beach, up- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jay and I picked up E, and eventually we met up with A, who uneasily got into my car. But we all hit it off quick. The drive was about forty minutes, so we stopped to buy basketball shorts so we could w- w- so that we could wear them into the river. E had my wetsuit from my trunk. That I carried around for a couple of years because I was young and it was humorous. What? And we picked up a waterproof disposable camera. The old carrying around your wetsuit bit. Right. Because it's classic humorous. You know what you knew
1: between 16 and 23? Oh, yeah. very humorous. I remember when I used to have my wetsuit. So funny.
2: We got ready to go <laughs> and we made it to the island. I'm unfamiliar with the layout since Kay led the way the first time. So we wandered around until we were able to find where we needed to be. The first thing that caught my eye was that it was different than last time, just a few days before the bottom of this lady is still there. See picture three, but this time there was more and it had grown in creepiness and in an intense manner. Next to the bottom half of this full-bodied... Next to the bottom half, oh my god, is a full-bodied woman (laughs) laying in a pale white cement staring up at the sky. What? I didn't even see this photo. Hold on. We gotta go back. Oh, it's so great, dude. (laughs) We gotta go back. We gotta go back. It's like so scary.
1: What the hell? so scary looking.
2: Yo, she's got some nipple bling. I don't like this. What the hell? Okay. Ah, this is awful for those of you um, who aren't
1: looking at this do not imagine like some sick porn this is like just some oh, creepy like mist type shit
2: mm, okay where was riven, i the sequel to mist let's say <laughs> yeah uh, riven also champion on legal edge so the first thing that caught my eye was that it was different than the last time just a few days before the bottom of the lady was still there see so pick three but this time there's more A groaning creepiness in an intense manner. Next to the bottom half (laughs) is a full-bodied woman laying in a pale white cement staring at the sky. This immediately freaked us all out, especially after I had hyped up the vagina. (laughs) She looked ghostly. See picture four, five, and six. Six, just so you can see the size in comparison to me. She was wearing nothing but rain boots, and her nipples had been painted gold. Get out of town. We each shot glances at each other and (laughs) then to her. Our first reaction was that it was a real person, so we inched towards it and swiveled the rain boot. She cracked and showed wire reinforcements under it. Okay, I let out a huge sigh of relief under my breath, and we continued to look around. I still had a weird feeling and joked about setting up a camera to catch this guy to see who it was. We looked at the trees. Find a place for our imaginary camera uh, so that we could see more. A no. vagina hung from a tree just over <laughs> our shoulders. What is this? Yeah, you can see it. Scroll down. What? <laughs> this person, it was watching them through that vagina. I have no doubt. All right. <laughs> like a portal. The clitoral cam. Yes. Like Snoke's little view screen. <laughs> At this point, we all started getting a bit freaked out and noticed that there are candles by the chair oh this is some dude's
0: creepy jerk off island is what this place is
2: at the time i couldn't remember if i was so caught up in the excitement the first time that uh, you know i didn't know if they were there or if they were new he didn't know all it took was for one of us to say let's go and we all followed suit behind it wasn't quite the fun carefree romp i had promised it wasn't long until the next afternoon I was sitting with E and we decided that we need to go back to Vagina Island. Yeah, we man. have to go dude. back,
0: Kate. This is this
2: guy. I don't know who you are, but I want to be this guy's friend. <laughs> we have to go Every back. Night I'd be like, dude,
0: we got to go back to Vagina Mom Island. It could change.
2: Do you think at the end of this is going to be like all a metaphor?
0: <laughs> and
2: there like is like no dating, Vagina Island. Like a, a breakup where vagi- they and kept and getting back together. Vagina yeah. <laughs> don't you get it? There is no There is no Vagina Island. Um, <laughs> so they decided to go back and then it says, perfect. Just, we decided to go back, period, perfect, period. Someone as intrigued by it as I was. We called up a different girl, S. S was a small girl and wasn't too thrilled about going small. since, yeah, yeah. <laughs> since we decided to go at five in the morning and see if we could catch the guy in the act. Upon packing up, we grabbed a couple baseball bats and set out into the dark woods to make it to the river. Once we reached the water, we realized how badly we underestimated the temperature of the water when the rising sun uh, hadn't warmed it up. We felt chills g- uh, go through our legs and up our chest. S wasn't having it. We took turns carrying her on our shoulders to keep her dry. <laughs> that sucks. Which yeah. did nothing to make the waiting any easier, but at least she was a small girl. Just
0: so you know, if we ever go to Vagina Island, you are carrying me on (laughs) your shoulders as we cross that frigid river. I'm going to
1: Vagina
2: Island by myself, guys. I hate to break (laughs) it to you. (laughs) We made it and pulled out a flashlight and began to go through the thick of it. I felt an ominous fear grip me, but said nothing. I couldn't be the friend that was too scared. I had grown up being that friend. And this to me was that time where I was like, there's no backing out. Everything that was creepy in the daylight was even worse spotted by the moon, but we had made it. We stopped for a photo op before looking around. See picture eight. The first thing that caught my attention was the dead stare of the statue in the dirt. Leaves had fallen on her and we kicked some of them out of the way. She looked different though. My heart started pounding as I realized that her vagina had been painted gold since we were there yesterday. Yeah, brother. That rare air. We crept closer and kicked away some leaves. Once moving uh once moving some, we noticed something that had been covered. CPix 9, 10, and 11. There was a cement plaque next to her that read Equestrian, which we made out to be Equestrian. Oh, it was a misspelled version of Equestrian. A lot of this is misspelled, so I'm like just guessing with a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> I inched away from the statue and tried to regain my cool composure. Had I smoked the way I do now, a pack (laughs) may have already been gone. (laughs) We all quickly looked around to make sure we weren't alone. There weren't any other sounds, but the two of us gripped our bats tightly, hoping we wouldn't have to save the lone girl trapped on the island five in the morning. We caught the vagina hanging from the tree again, and shivers climbed up my spine, each of our spines individually. This time, we noticed it wasn't the only thing strung from the branch. Right over my left shoulder was a collection of feathers that appeared to be some kind of charm and a shotgun shell.
0: (laughs) It's his vagina island. At this
2: point, we decided that there was no need to be the bigger man and said it was time to go. (laughs) First, the vagina, then the chair and candle, then the things in the tree. We had seen enough. This is all capped off by the fact that in just a short 20 hours that we've been gone, someone had been working there. I think E and I made up our minds that we no longer, uh, that they were no longer alone on the island. We started looking for something to take us, like a trinket, I guess. We are looking for something to take with us for a trinket that we go unnoticed and scrounged around for a few minutes before I noticed a piece of bark next to the chair. On it was a very detailed picture of a vagina. And in black, it said, looking for 40 plus year old models.
0: (laughs) Oh man, are these like weird cast models of some people's actual vaginas?
2: But it was written on a piece of bark. (laughs) That, that, aqua- that was exclusive. the equestrian
0: vagina. Super
1: exclusive printing.
2: We we're all pretty <laughs> satisfied and filled with fear by this, but uh, took it back across the river. We stomped through carrying S on our shoulders and making a lot of noise. With each splash came the thought that someone was behind me. The current of the water and the darker night made pulling sounds, oh, made putting sounds. Dark Knight made putting sounds to a specific spot. Gotcha. I know what he's trying to say. So like he was hearing things and, and uh, you know, yeah. he thought they were okay. Gotcha. The cold of the water and struggle of the extra weight made my knees buckle and S and I toppled into the river. We had never been so happy to be back on the other side. A few months went by and E sent me a text message. He'd been walking through a park by his college about an hour driving distance from the bank of the river. Holy shit was all the text message said it had a picture attached. It was the same guy's handwriting paired with a new paired with the same statement looking for models where he was, was deep in the woods of a park known for hiking by college students. It was a college park. I remember my mind jumping when I saw that picture, I had thrown away the tree bark about a week prior due to just that it was just tree bark. None of us had gone back for some time. We spent a lot of time sharing our story with people, but never telling them where it was pinpointed. An island in a river by a state park gave a wide variety of options. It was our little secret. By now, it's 2012 and E and I no longer talk. I talked up Vagina Island with my friend Kai from Colorado. And when she came to visit for a week, I knew that we had to go back. I knew what we were doing one of the days pumped due to the fact that I hadn't been back in years and so much more could be there. I sped to the park. We broke off the trail towards the river. The summer was very dry last year and the tips of our shoes didn't even get wet. The entire river had been dried up for the season. It was the first time I'd ever seen the Plate River this low? Palette? The Plate River? The Plata? I don't know. As we walk towards the island, I'm talking it up. The sun is up, and I'm a bit braver. And we get into the thick of the woods. It didn't take long to notice that it was all removed: the vagina, the tree decorations, the chair, the candles, all of it. All that was left, all that was left, dangled from a tree. I walked up to it and saw it was a bone of some sort. I assumed it was an animal's, and got closer to see that a dollar bill had been rolled up tightly and stuffed through it. I pulled the dollar bill out and we left disappointed until this day. I've never found out any more about it. E and I had spent a lot of time at night discussing, calling the police or park rangers, have them check it out, but we enjoyed our little secret. I regret not calling and curiosity continues to eat me. The plate river is not thin and these statues were not, small. We often bounce ideas back and forth of how he gets cement out there or if he did this work on the island by simply hauling out bags of cement across and then adding water upon arrival. All of it will forever remain a mystery and that may be the most difficult part about it, but also the most beautiful. Here on (laughs) Vagina Island (laughs) I it's so (sighs) When you look at this, like looking at put yourself in these moments. In this moment. It's so weird.
0: Yes. Like like finding this shit. It's so fucking weird. I would desperately want a camera up there and just to see who this person is. I
2: can't like describing it does not they. You know how when they say a picture's worth a thousand words? The pictures are better than any story you can tell. They're so creepy. I don't understand. Although Uh, This one picture of the three of them and the guy has like a baseball bat on the butthole of the vagina. Just classic (laughs) teen behavior. Yeah. Yep.
0: Well, what a wild corners of the internet. You have dragged us through. Let's let's call
1: them what they are, the dark corners. You know what I'm saying? Hashtag dark corners. That's the show. Hashtag dark corners.
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) And a marble wedged in there. I (laughs) Imagine that thing was like air loaded. You pull a string and it just can pop out. And a marble wedged in there. Oh, we had a marble wedged <laughs> in there. Thank you,
0: Alex, for dragging us along the dark corners of the internet. We're only scratching the surface. The internet is boundless of dark, uh, filled with dark corners with weird shit. I'm excited to see what you bring us next no time. No problem.
1: I only wish that I could sit here and talk to you guys for 15 to 20 more minutes.
0: You know, it's funny <laughs> uh, you say that, because I was just about to say, hey, guys, we should probably hey. go, because you know what, Alex, I think we're going to go talk for 15 to 21 oh minutes. Oh my for- gosh,
1: are you kidding? How do people get to
0: listen to that? They get over at patreon.com slash Pod at the $15 tier and above. You get exclusive Illuminati mini sods. The $20 tier and above gets exclusive digital posters every single month. You get ad-free viewing at the $5 tier and a bunch of other stuff, including Discord access, notes, scripts and what more a deal so wow what a steal maybe even thank you so much for listening we're off you can go find us and tweet at us all over the twitters and whatnot for myself i'm at mathis games pretty much everywhere what about you alice find me
1: where do you find me fasciani a on twitter check out the star wars new canon book club featuring me and jesse uh who Yo. agree more than we do with davis uh and uh yeah we'll see you guys next time and Jesse, what about yourself? Find me on Vagina
2: Island. <laughs> hey, goodbye, everybody!
0: Hey. Me and my wife were sitting outside indulging on our porch one night, enjoying ourselves. I needed to go to the bathroom, so I stepped back inside, and after a few moments, I hear my wife go, holy shit, get out here! So I quickly dash back outside, and she's looking up at the sky a fog. I look up, too, and there's a perfect line of dozen lights traveling across the sky. I'm not afraid to